Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. as there is across the entire league. Out of fake pressure coming. Purdy, deck, floating in the air is... Is it picked? No, hit the ground. Um, he didn't lobby much because he went and kept throwing and realized he couldn't. So there was no really discussion after that. He, he couldn't throw and then when he came in we had to decide what he could throw and there weren't too many options at that. It's JP with the Golden State Warriors. Now back to Willard and Dibbs. Okay, JP, and again, you are the guest today on the Bud Light Guest Line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. It's all you and your thoughts and your recovery if you're a 49er fan on the 49er loss. 888-957-9570. It's Willard and Dibs. We'll get back to your calls in just a second. I'll just ask this. Look, these are separate situations, and so you can look at them differently if you want. Uh, But for those of you who want to say, and my perspective is different, that yesterday we saw who the better team was. I will simply ask you to go back to the Raptors, Golden State Warriors, NBA Finals, and ask if you think we saw if the better team won. Did that prove who the better team was? Raptors and Warriors. Uh, Yeah, it did to the extent that KD was out for the entire series. So if you want to say... If KD was healthy for game one of the NBA Finals, it's a different conversation. But KD was unable to play until game five, at which point the Warriors were already down three games to one. Kevin Durant gets hurt in game five. The Warriors won that game anyway. Then you play game six without KD. You play with Klay Thompson for the majority of the game. Then Klay Thompson gets hurt, and you lose that game, and you lose the NBA Finals. So in terms of... The way that series was from the start of it, yeah, the better team won because you just, didn't have Kevin Durant. I just think it's funny. I just to me, it's black and white thinking, and and I don't I don't look at stuff that way. And we do stuff uh, in sports where sometimes we say, "Hey, the best team doesn't always win." But then if your team loses and you try to make the point, and I'm not even trying to make the point that the Niners are better. I'm trying to make the point that we don't know. We did not get the game. Right. That's the only point that I'm trying to make. And, and, and boy, people love to, oh, we're just here to rub your face in it. And you can't accept it and all that. It's, it's ridiculous. The best team doesn't always win in sports unless you want to go to black and white thinking, which is, well, if they won, then that automatically means they're the best team, which totally removes context from life, which right. for me is odd. If you want to look at it that way, knock yourself out. Well, I think the whole, I knock yourself out. the whole discussion to me is pointless anyway because life. And if so if you're driving home today and you get into a car accident, God forbid you don't make it through the accident, but it wasn't Oof, your this, fault. It's got dark. Okay. You got you get killed in a car accident that wasn't your fault, you're dead. 
And so we look at it, the accident. Yeah, man, but boy, my that's family, a bad but break. my family going to get a whole lot sure. of extra money. Unless it's a hit and run yeah. and they never catch the yeah. other person. Yeah. The greater point is, who cares who the better team was yesterday? Oh. Because the 49ers lost the game. But the, the, it doesn't matter if the better team won. You're taking the it the wrong way. The team that won was the better no, team that, because they won the football game. Right. So, so why do we even care who the better team was? I don't understand this be, argument. Because I because you're, it's that's not the argument I'm making. The argument I'm making is that we got robbed of knowing. What oh, I'm we, with you. We wanted to see this versus that, and we didn't. But we very rarely get to see oh, this versus that. No, Yesterday, the second game is a great example because Patrick Mahomes was limited. Yeah, but and still the referees... And, you know, the referees enforced certain flags against Cincinnati you, that changed the course of that fourth but you, quarter. But so you know that's different. A limited Mahomes no, is not, the, is not the Chad Henney. Because it's we not. never get to see yeah, A I, versus B in a complete vacuum. Whether it's a horse race where one horse maybe is fresher than the other, or an NBA series where one star gets hurt and another one doesn't, or if it's an NFL game where two quarterbacks get knocked out, you almost never get to see... Best team at its best against best team at its best. I, I understand that, but there are uh, there are some of these happenings that are bigger than others, and I know you understand that. And there are some of these happenings where it plays like, out in a much more equitable fashion. And like, when you lose two quarterbacks and you can't throw a forward pass, I'm totally with you. Thank you. We as a fan base, and forget us, and... Just take a fan in North Dakota, a diehard football fan who put on the game thinking, man, these are two great teams. I'm going to see a great game. And you didn't get you that didn't, right. because one team lost both yeah, quarterbacks. Don't, don't compare. I, nobody should compare, well, the Niners lost Brock Purdy, but Patrick Mahomes was hobbled. The, the comp to the Chiefs would be Mahomes got knocked out and then so did Henny. And and we don't even know what the hell would have happened next. Eric the enemy. And then see, like I just think if you take the emotion out of it, it helps. Go to a different game and let's play this. Mahomes gets knocked out, then Henny comes in. Yeah, he gets concussed. Uh, game over. Like Isaiah Pacheco is playing quarterback. I think you go to Valdez Scantling. And 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 you show up that night to be like, well, Bengals are better than the Chiefs. Get out of here with that take, people. It just depends on how it just goes. Just get out of here with that. To me, we the didn't way, get to see it. The way that the 49ers got neutralized, the way that they lost both of their players, underscores why on Friday, and you can hate me again on YouTube if you want, but I got both of these games right. This is why I took Philadelphia, because they were more physical on both sides of the ball, and that got proven out at the very least. In the two injuries to the 49ers quarterbacks. Uh, Montana and East Oakland here uh, next up on Willard and Debs. Hello, Montana. What are you doing? Oh, shoot, at Stanford right now. About to get an angiogram on this uh, artery. Get it unclogged. Hey, man, good luck. That's, yeah. that's, big, that's bigger than anything that happened Thanks. yesterday, that's for sure. Yeah, I want to send a shout-out to Josh Johnson. Bulldog pride. I went to take two. Um... And he had longevity in the career. He didn't did good for himself. But it's probably his last year on anybody roster. Um, I want to talk about um, that slot receiver. Morning Ross was kind of dogging, saying we need a slot receiver. Juwan Jennings played good all season long. I don't remember too many drop passes from him. And um, I think they should have had a third on there. We just had Jimmy, Lance, and, and uh, Elijah. There was three roster spots right there. It wouldn't have hurt to put a third on there. 
and I want to talk about how bad the Eagle fans was. It was nothing compared to how the Raiders fans was out here and the Cowboy fans. They was horrible all game long, <laughs> like last year and when we was in the Super Bowl. So nobody tops the Raider fans when it comes to hate. Well, I, I, Montana, again, Thank you, first, Montana. first and foremost, good luck uh, with everything with uh, with your health, and uh, that's that's the most important thing always. And thank you always. for the shout-out for uh, the pride of Oakland Tech, Josh Johnson, yeah. because, Mark, when you get put in that situation, it's easy to rip a guy for being unable to recover a fumble four times and for playing not great. And, you know, I thought he played okay, and if he would have played longer, maybe he gets more comfortable. But imagine being put in that Oh, it's spot. totally unfair. A I guy who hasn't played. Listen. The guy's played just a small handful of games I, in his whole career. I certainly hope it doesn't sound like I'm ripping him. I'm ripping that play. Everything else? This is What else would you expect from this guy? Shout out Oakland, California. I mean, Thank by you. the way, like w- w- this is what we expected Brock Purdy to look like when he got thrown in. Right. And then we were like, holy hell, <laughs> guy won eight football games. Um, How many games has Brock Purdy started, regular season and postseason? I think it's eight now because you, he doesn't get the Dolphins one, but he does get the one yesterday. So he's technically seven and one as a starter. Do you know how many games Josh Johnson has started in um, his 15-year career? Yes. I'll take the under. I'll take the under from, from Brock Purdy. Well, um, four. The answer is no actually idea. nine. Okay. Right. Four games in 2009. Listen to this. One game in 2011. <laughs> this is three amazing. games in 2018. One game in 2021. From 2008. His until, rookie year. Until now. Watch this. Tampa Bay Bucks, three years. San Francisco 49ers, half a year. Sacramento Mountain Lions, half a year. Cleveland Browns, half a year. Cincinnati Bengals, one year. 49ers, one year. Bengals, half a year. Jets, half a year. Colts, half a year. Bills, half a year. Baltimore Ravens, half a year. Giants, half a year. Houston Texans, full year. Oakland Raiders, half a year. Washington Redskins at the time, half a year. San Diego Fleet, AAF. Detroit Lions, half a year. Los Angeles Wildcats, half a year. Back to the 49ers, half a year. Back to the Niners. Then New York Jets, half a year. Baltimore Ravens, half a year. Denver Broncos, half a year. And back to the San Francisco 49ers for half a year. That's a scary. And there you have career. it. Oh, my gosh. Brock Purdy was eight years old when Josh Johnson was a Tampa Bay Buck. Okay. So, I mean... If you want to, like, really get in the weeds and go back to when they signed Josh Johnson, was there a better quarterback out there that could have been thrust? I mean, mean, is this what we're coming to? No. Honestly? No, there's nothing to be said about this. Again, we made the point a hundred times this year. The fact that the 49ers were where they were on QB3 was already the most insane thing that we've ever seen in the NFL. Exactly. So to ask QB4 to come in and just pick it up and go is like, come on. Like, you got to get rid. Like, we were already on borrowed time. No doubt. It felt. And yet, even though QB4 was in there, I still can't get past the fumble when you're you're down 14-7. And if that wouldn't have happened, I'm not saying Kyle Shanahan should have just gone to the locker room down 14-7. But if they had, you get the ball to start the third quarter. And who knows, maybe things are different, but the fact that you lost Josh Johnson, and yes, he didn't look terrific. He looked all right to me, and I I still think that if he would have stayed healthy, maybe he gets more comfortable as the game goes on as a veteran, but we'll never know. And the one thing you've said, and I agree with you, 
we did get robbed of the game that we all waited for. If they would have had Brock Purdy the whole game and they would have lost 31 to 7 with Brock Purdy. Oh gosh. I mean at least we could say, "Hey, Wow, the Eagles really... Yeah, you lost to a better team. You lost to a better team. Uh, Bob, In uh, yesterday I come away with they lost to a team that had the quarterback. Uh, That's that's my statement on the game. Hey, Bob. Bob in San Francisco on Willard and Dibs. Hi, Bob. What are you doing? Bob. Hey, just love listening to you guys. I think I got some valid points or criticisms, however you want to take it. Let's hear them. I think that Shanahan just is not aggressive. He should have seen that through his experience with the, the the teams running up to the to the line after that long catch. He should have at least thrown a timeout to get assess his, let his team assess if the guy caught it or not. But you know if that was on the Eagles thirty yard line, I understand letting that go. But it's on the goal line, <laughs> so I felt that was just not an aggressive move. And, and he should have. And I agree with uh, uh, Dibs that you know he just. Held on to the, you know, at least at the very least, throw a timeout. I think we we all agree with that, but can I say, Bob, and we'll go back to you. The one thing I keep hearing people say is call timeout. Understand that if you call timeout and then you decide to challenge it, you're risking two timeouts. Because then you're throwing the challenge flag, and if you're wrong, you lose a challenge, you lose another timeout. I'm saying just huck the flag. The risk-reward was in your favor. The risk is we lose a timeout on the first play, first drive of the first quarter. We've still got two left, and it's only the first half. But the reward is the ball. The ball at the 35-yard line. It was fourth down. I think we're all in agreement on that, Bob. Okay. Uh, My second criticism is the scheme itself. You're using a third-string tight end to block what is equivalently an an all-pro end. And that's how Purdy got hurt, because he just blew him out of the way. It wasn't even George Kittle blocking him. <laughs> so, I mean, that right there is like, I think the scheme is, and I've seen this all season, is that uh, they'll leave a free lineman to get to the quarterback. And thank God that Purdy was mobile enough to get out of many uh, situations. But for a less mobile guy, uh, I think the quarterback would have been creamed, you know, probably more often. So, well, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, is, Jimmy does is, get creamed more often. But Bob, thanks, I wonder. Bob. Thanks. I wonder if you were with us when we read what Joe Thomas said on, on Twitter. I, I think it's just the nature of the scheme is what Joe Thomas. To summarize, yeah. it's just when you run play action, you're going to be in spots where your tight end has to block and your a running pass rusher and your running backs. Yes. I think there are fair points on both sides here. Yes, you do not want to end up with Tyler Croft on Hassan Reddick. But if you're going to run play action, and the whole league is, the the good offenses are doing this, you do have to trust your running back and your tight ends to be able to chip a guy or at least slow him down. And, by the way, it's also on the quarterback. The quarterback is supposed to know where's the weak spot, where is my timing likely going to be short, where can I move to a spot where I'm going to stay away from that guy. And that, you know, Brock didn't do that very well on that play. He didn't move, and then he assessed, obviously this has happened real fast, yeah. but he assessed that he could get the throw-off before Reddick got there, and he was wrong. So, well, he almost got the throw-off. Almost. And, that, and did you also think in real time, like I did, that it was an incomplete pass? Totally. Because you don't often see... The ball comes out of the hand, and, and usually the ball comes out. With the hand. He batted it with his wrist, <laughs> but he was able to throw it right. about 15 yards down the well, field. Well, when do you see the ball go forward and think that the arm wasn't coming forward? Exactly. But, but well, the arm was, was coming forward, yeah. but the empty hand means 
that it's a fumble. I thought the last couple of weeks, the the speed of the defenses was something that caught Brock Purdy a little bit off guard. Maybe. And again, he's a rookie. It's to be expected because we, we hadn't seen this level of speed in defenses up to this point. I think important to remember, though, when we talk about that turnover, the Eagles did not turn it into points. Defense held. The defense held. So they got the ball back, and that turnover didn't kill them. The Josh Johnson fumble obviously did. Can we say this? uh, For the first time ever, a defense that gives up 31 points, and you can actually say the defense played pretty well? Oh, I thought they played great. And they gave up 31. Well, you know? Right, but in my mind, I'm going, okay, you throw the red hanky, that takes that seven off the board. Maybe it turns into three. Because they're five. Well, no, because it's fourth down. You're right. My fault. That that seven comes off the board. Yeah. Um, The Josh Johnson fumble, obviously. That doesn't mean you have to give up a touchdown. The defense was not perfect. Miles Sanders had some untouched runs. Yeah, and all of that. But I also loved schematically what D'Amico Ryans was doing to keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket. And I bet if you asked anyone right now to name how many yards, like give an over-under on yards passing for Jalen Hurts yesterday. A 280. You'd be shocked at how <laughs> low his number is. What was it, a buck 20? Something. He they, they could not throw the ball. Yeah. They could not. They were not moving the ball through the air whatsoever. If you had played that a different way, if you're Shanahan and Purdy doesn't get hurt, I still believe today that you get the low-scoring game I thought we were going to get. I really believe both teams would have ended up in the neighborhood of 20 points and a close finish. That's the way that defense looked to me. Yeah. So I'm with you. 31 points does, is not reflective of, of what they did. And I just want to remind myself in five years, 10 years, 15 years when we're doing this, when we look back at this game and we look at 31 to 7, that we all can remember how this 31 to 7 went because. You know, sometimes when we look back at games, it's like, oh, yeah, they got crushed by Philadelphia. Well, they did, but it was because of about four different individual things totally. that went against them. I still think that Philly was the better team. I thought Philly was going to win. They might have been. I yeah. didn't think that this was a 24-point difference between the two. No, no, and even the points in the second half, it's like you're giving a short, you're going forward on fourth down, you're getting a short field, all of this stuff. I think the Eagles... Again, I think both teams end up somewhere in the neighborhood of 17 to 20 points if this game gets played out the way we were hoping it gets played out. uh, Not sure which team would have ended up on top. Um, Keep going with you. Uh, You are our guest today on the Bud uh, Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. It's all you and your thoughts on the 49er loss at 888-957-9570. Robin in San Francisco is next on Willie and Dibby. Hey, Robin, what are you doing? I'm sitting here in front of the uh, Starbucks wishing I had a longer pair of socks because it's cold as hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get your damn socks. <laughs> your little ankle socks. Oh, my God. They just don't cut it, you guys. So, listen, I just got in the car because I was kind of invo- uh, avoiding the media and so um, that I'm not, like, going over things, so I apologize if I do. First, I would like to say that um, we just got our ass kicked in the trenches, okay? And then we need to, uh, among obvious things, okay, I think the Niners moving forward need to invest in um, an offensive right tackle and a center for sure. I mean, we just 
simply got overpowered. The defense overpowered the offense, um, and, and that was obvious. I mean, that was just even if Brock Purdy had stayed in. And then I think that our fans, you know, I've been reading on social media, guys. I'm tired of people kind of, you know, I'd be critical of Kyle, but stop blaming Kyle because. Uh, except for that first play, I don't know. Someone said upstairs also blew it too, not just Kyle. But you know, it's like it's so easy to just point the finger at Kyle and for everybody else fans to play coach. And that uh, someone said he gave up. You don't give up. You can do wild card with uh, McCar- uh, with McCaffrey. I'm like, gee, great. Now we're going to resort to gadget plays. I mean, it, it was just like a nightmare. It's just like getting into a relationship, and it's like who is this person it was just a bad nightmare you guys and the last thing that um uh, i want to say is that um moving forward moving forward how do you think that oh 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 hey you guys i do want to ask you this instead of cow having josh you know how come he didn't have him just do one, two, three quick, uh, one, two, three quick steps and pass instead of trying to pass straight down the field on that pass rush? I will. I will. Yeah, scary. Robin. I, you know what? Thanks, that's, Robin. It's interesting from the perspective, and I. This is what we'll never know. I don't know if this was because we always do this. The play call. Well, but was the play that was called run, or or was that the play call? The the very little that we saw of Brock Purdy, the complete passes when he was still healthy. Boom, 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 out. And and, and yeah. we said that all week. I'm like, you neutralize the pass rush by getting the ball out of the hands quick. And the linebackers is the area where I thought the Niners could win. And, and that's what they did on those few plays. Johnson either felt like he was sitting back there longer or his pocket presence was worse or it was collapsing faster. I don't know if that's what was called. Maybe it was also because they were down by double digits, so they were looking further down the field. There's no way to know, but it did feel like Johnson's plays were developing slower than Purdy's plays, which is the opposite of of what you would think they would want to do. Well, when he got sacked, uh, almost immediately when he came on the field, there was that play where Hassan Reddick sacked him and came up with the football, but they didn't give it right. to Philadelphia because they both had it when he got his sacked. His butt was down. His, yes. His butt but was down and the ball was still in, in process. That but anyway. play was almost identical to the play where Brock Purdy got hurt. It was play action, yep. but in this case, it was Jawan Jennings in the slot who completely whiffed on Hassan Reddick. So, I mean, to, to the question about play calling, they were still trying to run play action. And Josh Johnson, I had the same feeling, like Mark, like these plays are developing very slowly. Way too long. And then, yeah. you know, we, we don't know how the third quarter would have gone because Josh Johnson comes out in the end of the second and fumbles and it's 21 to 7. And then he got hurt early in the third. So we don't know what adjustment Kyle Shanahan would have made in that second half. Um, okay, real quick, Trevor in the city. Uh, hey, Trevor, you're on with Willard and Dibbs. Trevor, what are you doing? What are you about to say, Trevor? Hey, let me preface my comments by saying yesterday's loss is just it's another knife in the 49ers fans' backs, okay? It's, it's starting to become tortured at this point. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's got to go, guys. I, I think that I don't think he's oh. he's a fantastic head coach. I, I think he's a great offensive coordinator. You know, sometimes you've got the right team, but you've got the wrong man at the helm. Uh, you go back to our last few successful seasons, and they all end in heartbreak. We you know, we got to ask, what is it the head coach's fault? You go back to the first Super Bowl we were in, 
against Kansas City and how he he terribly managed the clock in the first half. You know, he's terrible with maintaining leads. He's given up multiple leads in the Super Bowl or in, in clutch games in general. You know, you go back to the Rams game, we got outscored 13-0. The Chiefs, come on, it was 21-0, we got outscored. The, the, even the Patriots, you could go all the way back then, we got out, they got outscored 19-0. It's almost as if sometimes Kyle is waiting for, for somebody else to call a timeout. It's like fans are waiting for somebody to change the strategy or to, for, for somebody to... Uh, for, you know, call for a play to be reviewed. Hey, Trevor, can I ask you a question about can't win the big game? When do playoff games become big versus the ones that aren't big? Well, I, I think they're all big, but I would say right. I would say really when it comes to the championship, that's when it gets like really serious. That's Got it. it Thanks, so Trevor. He's, yeah, so I, I had the coach, same question for myself because yeah, the the can't win the big game, and I looked at his playoff record. So oh, when you win in the wild card round, that's an elimination game. That's a big game. You win in the divisional round. How about when you win the last game of the regular season in order to make the playoffs? Is if, that a big game? How about if you win the NFC Championship by like 140 points? So Is that a big when game? When we talk about can't win the big game, to me, that's an umbrella. Ella, 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 as we get ready for Rihanna. That is an unfair way to, to look at it. Now, he, he can't win the biggest game. Well, he still, he gets there. Yeah, yes, yes, yes he can. Well, and, he hasn't yet. He hasn't so. yet. That's right. Actually, there's a great... Uh, there's a great comp on that, which we'll go to next. Your phone calls also. Steiny and Goo getting ready to come in here. I know they got a lot to say, so uh, keep them coming. YouTube, Twitch, Xfinity Mobile text line, and 888-957-9570 on Willard and Dibs. It's your boy Guru from Stiney and Guru, noon to three, right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to my two guys. I actually feel like I do. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
a show with them on the changeover. Willard and Dibs, right here on 95.7 The Game. You do do a show with us. It's called The Changeover. It's coming in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Until then, it's the Red and Gold Reaction. is brought to you by San Francisco Sheriff's Office. Your future begins here. Visit sfsheriff.com and apply today. You and I just had a fun conversation during the breaks. Really fun. Yeah, this is how it goes, okay? Uh, any sport. Doesn't matter if you're a coach. You could be the golfer, right? The best player to have never won a major. You can't win the big game. Until you win the big game. Yeah. That's yeah. how it works. Peyton Manning couldn't win the big game. And and Barry Bonds couldn't make a World Series. And uh, who else did we throw, right? Phil Mickelson could never win a major. Oh, I remember Andy Reid can't win the big game. No. This is going to happen, I would imagine, to Zach Taylor in Cincinnati as well. That's two straight years where Zach Taylor has kind of shanahan his way out of the playoffs. Super Bowl loss and an AFC championship loss in back-to-back years. Oh, my gosh. Maybe the Bengals should think about a new coach. Understand that these are young coaches who are doing an awesome job. And they are all, as Steiny has said a number of times this year, Andy Reid. They're all Andy Reid. And the second they win that last game, and both of them will someday, all of a sudden, everybody's going to flip and go, oh my gosh, this is a Hall of Fame career. Do you realize how stupid that sounds? You're going to go from he can't coach to he's a Hall of Famer because of one game exactly that he went and won? When he wins the big one, Mark... Because he can't win the big one. I bet anybody who wants to right now that Kyle Shanahan ends up in the Hall of Fame. Anybody want the bet? Let's go. Over under Super Bowls won by Kyle Shanahan at uh, point five. Over. At 1.5. Oh, I mean, I'll take the over, but it gets tough. Winning the damn Super Bowl is really, really hard. How many coaches in the history of the game have won two? Tony, if you would, please. And I know we got full phones and we want to get to everybody. We want to make sure we get all the calls in. How many are there? At 888-957-9570. Two or more Super Bowls. One, two, six, eight, ten, twelve. Thirteen head coaches have won two or more. So 13 people in the history of life and creation. And oh, by the way, Andy Reid made man not one of them. He's Three of those coaches are not in the Hall of Fame. So Andy Reid... Including his father. Andy Reid, who lost with a massive lead in the AFC title game last year. The year before that, lost the Super Bowl as a huge favorite. Choke artist. And nobody says a damn word because one time... He's got it. With the best player... He won the big game. He won the big game. Uh, Mike Shanahan won uh, two Super Bowls back-to-back with Denver, not in the Hall of Fame. Tom Coughlin... Underrated in terms yep, of what yep, he yep. did. He won two with the Giants. George Seifert of the 49ers has two, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. Then you've got your usual names. Tom Flores, by the way, finally in the Hall of Fame. Jimmy Johnson, Vince Lombardi, sure. Joe Gibbs, Bill Walsh, Chuck Noll with the four, and Bill Belichick, Belichick won a couple. Landry Parcells and Shula. Andy Reid can join that group in 13 days. But uh, you're going over one and a half for Kyle Shanahan. I mean, begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. But I think he's a phenomenal coach, and I think he's got so many years left. And I do. Would you still bet on him this era of 49er football? Do you think he'll get one? 
Uh, yes, I do. I do too. I do. I do too. Like, and I, by I just, this era, you mean in the next three to five years? Well, no. I just, I, I guess, I mean as the 49er head coach. I mean, if he doesn't win one in the next five to seven years, he probably wouldn't be the Niner coach anymore. I don't know. If he but makes I mean, five straight playoffs after this year yeah. and doesn't win the Super Bowl. I don't think that they run him. I maybe not. I, like who knows what how this would play out. The right. bottom line is the the dude dances a lot. Like these same five or six coaches Can't keep close though. They keep, they keep Put get, down that coffee. Right? They keep getting to late January. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and the funny thing is, is we don't even really talk about them or watch them during the game. We're talking about Mahomes. Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. And then Mahomes wins, and we go. And read. He's got Mahomes. <laughs> so, like, it's kind of a built-in advantage a little bit. It's helpful. It's helpful. So, I don't know. I, listen. Shanahan had Josh Johnson. It, it, <laughs> I mean, Shanahan was down to his point. fourth quarterback, it's, which is Thank you. It's crazy to think it about. Is. It. Aaron in San Jose. Hey, you're up with uh, Withered and Dibs. What are you doing, Aaron? Hey, what up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just want to say it was hard to go to work at, going to work this morning. I, I mean, I just feel super lost right now. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna put like an analogy out there. I feel like my girl broke up with me, but like didn't give me a reason. Like, <laughs> there was no closure to the game, you know. Like, what I'm trying to say is that I wanted to take last year's loss against the Rams because at least you know both quarterbacks were healthy. But yesterday, you know, when Brock went out, I think we talked about it earlier. Um, I felt like we didn't have a chance after, so I was just like super disappointed. I feel like we didn't get we didn't get the closure as, as football. As football fans that we wanted, uh, Aaron. I think that's a great sort of analogy. You if get you will. a four for your analogy. Yeah, that's really good. Like, yeah, it doesn't. And, and I guess that's the emotion. I think we should break up. It's Why? Not, uh, eh, never mind. Too late. Already yeah. gone. Exactly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's how I felt in the Very second empty. quarter yesterday. It's like, wait a minute. Like, and I know all of you felt this. No one will disagree with me here. Second quarter. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Second quarter. At some point, you went, this is how the story's going to go? Really? When Josh Johnson fumbled the snap. You're like, this, this, wait a minute. This whole story that we've been following, this is the last chapter. In that moment, because down 14-7, first play, Debo Samuel first down. Okay, we got action. Maybe we get 30 more yards and a Robbie Gold field goal, 14-10. to 10. You get the ball to start the third quarter. We still have action in this game. Yep. He fumbles the snap. And languidly goes to retrieve, doesn't retrieve it. Philly's got the ball on a short field. In that moment, I thought, oh boy, this, this is the way this is going to end. This is the way it's going to go. I, and I it got thought, worse, by the when way. When Brock got hurt, I, it, it, like, and I, I feel like I said this a couple times last week, when Brock got hurt and then McCaffrey scored, I'm like, watch these little dudes end up in the Super Bowl, and we're going to spend two weeks watching. We're going to be on Jimmy Watch. We're going to be on Jimmy Watch for two weeks to see if he can go play the Chiefs again. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, that's the now that's the way the book would end. And he probably would have gotten housed, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he could have gotten housed this time. Hasn't played for two months. So they win yesterday. Brock is out, and it's, do Jimmy we start Ross. Johnson or Jimmy? Josh. Oh, Jimmy's looking Jimmy pretty Johnson. good. Jimmy's oh, out of the boot. God. Oh, God. <laughs> Nauseating 
But believable. Exactly. But believable. That's what I couldn't. I can't believe that that this is how this is going to go down. Back and, to Jimmy. And then it did. Um, it's sponsored by CalHope.org. The Red and Gold Reaction is brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. Uh, Steiny and Goo around the corner, but there are a lot of you on the phones, and we're coming to you next, so stay right there. We're going to get through each and every one of you on Willard and Dibs. Hey, it's Dante DiVincenzo. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. Uh, I want to thank Dante DiVincenzo and Steve Kerr. That's all we got left. And Raymond Ritter, Brett Winkler, Jen Fisher, and so many people with the Golden State Warriors uh, the other night. I think you know, I took my uh, my Cal Poly class yeah. to the game against the Raptors. One of your students asked Steve Kerr a question. Uh, a few of them did. And was this in like general? It wasn't a separate press conference just for you guys. No, it was in the general this thing. This was in a general, Good for them. the general opening presser and after the game pressers as well. Took a like, lot of courage to do that. Well, not only courage, uh, you know, uh, oh, there was almost like a, a little too much chutzpah where you're like, okay, guys. We don't all get to ask a question. Like, Steve's got to go. Uh, like they're, they, oh, Steve, I, uh, this is Jimmy Roberts from yeah. uh, the San Luis Obispo I, Dispatch. I, like, they're, I don't agree with that, Nick. They're, they're a group that was not shy. Like, we've done this before, and they're just like, yeah, we're like oh, kind of overwhelmed in the moment. I mean, they wanted to go around the room. Like, everybody gets a question. I'm like, Steve does have other things to do. There's a game tonight. I don't know if you guys know that he's going to actually coach it. But, no, they were awesome, and the Warriors were awesome to yeah, yeah. Uh, navigate that. And Steve and Dante, like, gave direct answers uh, to the whole thing. Like, did they get to see the king? Uh, they did not. Bonte they was did, busy. They, they, well, no, it wasn't that Bonte was busy. They were invited to see the king. Okay. Um, but we were off to see the wizard. Uh, in other Look words, yeah, Ra- Raymond had set up so much that we couldn't get out to where Bonte is for the TV. They were invited. I ran into Bonte later, and we hung out a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that. It, it, just an incredible experience. For Warriors the, uh, the at students. OKC tonight, five o'clock tip. Warriors live at three uh, thirty. Right here on 95.7 The Game. Man, I, I could use a Warrior game tonight. We you all know what could. I mean? could use a Warrior game. We could use a Warrior win. Warriors live at four. Thunder, I apologize. Thunder, uh, Thunder playing some decent basketball. So yeah. we'll see. But, it's a must uh, win, Mark, after that at, Niner game. Well, look at the Warriors with their winning record. Huh? Hey! Wow, wow, wow. wow. <laughs> game above. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. It was a good, good second half the other night. Uh, especially with still no Wiggins. But anyway, we got some fans... From other teams that want to weigh in before we get to uh, Steiny and Goo. Let's rip through these phone well, calls. Yeah, so. let's, let, hey, Mark in Daly City, lead us off. Here, Mark, uh, you're on with Willard and Dibs. What are you doing, Mark? Oh, man, right on. I'm on the road right now. But uh, one thing is, uh, I think it's easier to swallow this loss only because there's no one really to blame. But I do have, I'm, I think it's what something Dibs said, uh, and I wanted to bring that up. He, he had the audacity to say that the better he still thinks the better team won. Yeah, the audacity and because gone. thirty-one to seven, and I 
told you on Friday I thought the Eagles were the better team, and they won the game. So, And the whole notion of, oh, the better team won, the better team didn't win, to me is a stupid argument because these two teams played one time in the NFC Championship game, and one team won. So on that day, in that location, on that field, in this circumstance, Philadelphia was the better team. They won the football game. I get what you're saying. I get what he's saying. I kind of fall somewhere in between. It's not... It's not that the better coming up next. Well, no, it's not that the better team didn't win because we don't know that either. Like, I'm not going to refute that the better team won. I'm going to say I I don't know. I, we didn't get the game. We didn't actually then. Right. And we didn't get the game. Um, and no, I don't look at quarterbacks in the NFL the same way when you say hey, injuries are part of the game. I, I really think if you take the emotion out of this, no one would say what many are trying to say. I already made this comp earlier. If Mahomes had gotten hurt and then Henny had come in and gotten concussed and the Bengals won the game, none of you would wake up this morning and go, Bengals are the better team. Well, they were yesterday, you, last night if they win the game. So. Would, uh, yeah, and f- I get it. I get where you're coming from. I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand. Ex- I don't, I don't ex- understand the premise in general. I, I don't understand yours, and that's fine. It, we just, can, it doesn't like, matter who the better team is. What matters is who wins the game. The, that's actually the only thing that matters. It's not the only thing that matters. Hello? Context in sports matters. The experience fans are having matters, and you're not going to take away from fans what was taken away yesterday. That's a real part of what happened for people. Well, it was taken away we, for Niner fans. We Eagles get, fans, no one is feeling and, like anything got taken right. away. And and general fans. Absolutely. I can promise you I've talked to oh, plenty. Oh, for sure. And I bet are, you the TV yeah. rating will suffer as Absolutely. a result. Absolutely. Let's go to an Eagles fan. Joe in Lehigh Valley is joining us on Weather Today. Hey, Joe, what are you doing? And congrats on your win. Oh, thank you very much. I, I watched the game yesterday, and I had a feeling... When when San Francisco deferred the first game of the, the first play of the game that we were going to win, only because every time that's happened at home, the Eagles have scored a touchdown. And even though that one play that should have been called but not a pass happened, they scored on the first drive, which I really thought I really thought you know the the, 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 the Niners were a better defense than that. I really did. But the, the, the tip of the iceberg was when Purdy went down. I said, the Eagles will have to just choke not to win this game. Right. And I felt sorry for you guys. I mean, if, if we'd have lost our quarterback in the first quarter, I don't think we would have won. I, I think it would have been uh, difficult. Uh, Thanks, Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe, we don't want your pity. We don't want this to no, turn into I, a pity purdy because it's not going to be a, that. A, a pity purdy party or a pity purdy? A pity purdy party. Pity party yeah, yeah. So let me tell you something about being down 7 nothing. Yeah. Uh, anybody remember the Miami Dolphin game? One play, 7 to nothing. Does anyone remember? Trencherfield. Three weeks before that, Justin Herbert, Los Angeles Chargers, Sunday Night Football. Zing right down the field. I was there for that. Seven to nothing. Okay. Anybody remember the Las Vegas game? Seven nothing? Don't mean squat. It's been the norm for this defense. It don't mean squat, and it does not mean that the 49er defense still isn't one of the best defenses in football. Um, OG in San Jose. Next up. Hey, OG, you're with Willard and Dibbs. What are you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, first of all, I want to really be thankful that we had Brock Purdy this season. What an amazing finish he gave us. 
you know, it was really unfortunate what happened to him yesterday. I hope he's okay. I hope it's not a serious injury uh, because, you know, I, I think the Niners fans are really fortunate to have him as their quarterback kind of going into the future. And we'll see what happens next year, but I hope he's okay. That's the first thing. Um, the, the second thing is, you know, the, the reason people are kind of peeved at Kyle Shanahan is the way he's lost some of these big games, the, the Super Bowls, the championship games, they've actually all been the exact same. Um, the Hassan Reddick play looked very similar to what happened in Atlanta, to how you know Aaron Donald closed out last year. The Niners have had, for several years, a weakness on the right side of their offensive line. And they've had uh, you know serious issues with pass protection. The offensive line is built for run blocking. That's why our, our, our run blocking is, is the best. Number one in the NFL. But when it comes to pass blocking, we've had a weakness. It's gone unaddressed, and it's lingered, and it gets exposed every single time we get into these championship games or these Super Bowls. And that's where there's a frustration is that, you know, uh, that's where that's why people are blaming Kyle. Now, now I feel like, you know, at the same time, he's had some game management um, issues as well. The, the challenge that wasn't made... And, you know, a few decisions here and there that may seem like small things, but they, they, creep, they creep up and they accumulate. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 